0: Welcome to the Glenwood Table Podcast, where we are reimagining Christian faith for the 21st century. I'm your host, Lance Hurst, and you can refer to me with they, them, or he, him pronouns. Each Tuesday, we'll be reading selections from the Bible based on the lectionary. For those of you who may not be familiar with the lectionary, this is a schedule of readings that many churches follow every Sunday. Each week, there are four readings, both from the Hebrew Bible or the Jewish scriptures, which are commonly referred to as the Old Testament in many churches, as well as readings from the Christian New Testament. As you hear these texts read, we invite you to slow down and take a minute to notice how you feel. What themes do you hear emerging in these texts? What questions come up for you? Remember, these are ancient stories. They're complex, they're layered with meaning. So it's not about having all the right answers, but it's about engaging, slowing down, and noticing.
1: Hi everyone, this is Emmy Arnold. Today, I'll be reading for you the passages for the eighth Sunday after Pentecost. The version I am reading from is the New Revised Standard Version. There are many passages today, and some of them are meant to be read as a unit because they are directly connected. There will be short transition music in between the sections so that you hear them as units. If you haven't already listened to my episode about how the lectionary in a human voice is changing my Christian faith, I suggest you listen to it because today is one of those days where you can clearly see how the units are connected. You'll see dwelling places and houses for God, and how we grow into a place where God dwells. This isn't to say that God wasn't already dwelling in us before this. It's to say that there's more space for that divine spark, that divine image to grow. Without further ado, the readings for today are from the book of 2 Samuel, Chapter 7, verses 1 through 14a, and Psalm 89, verses 20 through 37. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verses 1 through 6, and Psalm 23. The epistle to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verses 11 through 22. And the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 30 through 34. 53 to 56. Listen now for a word from God. The book of 2 Samuel, chapter 7, verses 1 through 14a. Now when the king was settled in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See now, I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David. Thus says the Lord, Are you the one to build me a house to live in? I have not lived in a house since the day I brought up the people of Israel from Egypt to this day, but I have been moving about in a tent and a tabernacle. Wherever I have moved about among all the people of Israel, did I ever speak a word with any of the tribal leaders of Israel, whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore thus, You shall say to my servant David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep to be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the names of the great ones of the earth and I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they may live in their own place and be disturbed no more, and evildoers shall afflict them no more, as formerly, from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your ancestors, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be a father to him and he shall be a son to me. Psalm 89 verses 20 through 37. I have found my servant, David. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. My hand shall always remain with him. My arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not outwit him. The wicked shall not humble him. I will crush his foes before him and strike down those who hate him. My faithfulness and steadfast love shall be with him. And in my name, his horn shall be exalted. I will set his hand on the sea and his right hand on the rivers. He shall cry to me, you are my father my God, and the rock of my salvation. I will make him the firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. Forever I will keep my steadfast love for him, and my covenant with him will stand firm. I will establish his line forever, and his throne as long as the heavens endure. If his children forsake my law and do not walk according to my ordinances, if they violate my statutes and do not keep my commandment, then I will punish their transgression with the rod and their iniquity with scourges. But I will not remove from him my steadfast love or be false to my faithfulness. I will not violate my covenant or alter the word that went forth from my lips. Once and for all, I have sworn by my holiness. I will not lie to David. His line shall continue forever, and his throne endure before me like the sun. It shall be established forever like the moon, an enduring witness in the skies. Selah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verses 1 through 6. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people. It is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them so I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. And I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah shall be saved and Israel shall live in safety. And this is the name by which he shall be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. The Epistle to the Ephesians, Chapter 2 Verses 11 through 22. So then, remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth, called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands, remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise having no hope and without god in the world but now in christ jesus you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of christ for he is our peace in his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us He has abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. For he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him both of us have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ himself as the cornerstone In him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. The Gospel of Mark, Chapter 6. Verses 30 through 34 and 53 through 56. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all they had done and taught. He said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak and all who touched it were healed.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Lectionary in a Human Voice. We pray that this was a meaningful time for slowing down and hearing these ancient sacred texts read to you. Just a reminder, if you would like to connect with us on social media, we can be found on Facebook and Instagram as Glenwood Table. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we invite you to subscribe and or to leave a review. We'll be releasing more content each week, both in this series, the lectionary, in a human voice, as well as new interviews with a variety of folks who are engaging faith in the most authentic way that they know how. So until next time, remember that you are loved and you are enough. Peace, friends.